Happy New Year! <laughs> As you may know, the first Sunday in Advent is the new year in the church calendar. We are here today to turn over a new leaf, to hear some new readings, and to get ready for a very important event that I think is happening on December 25th this year. So it's a good time to come together and to be together in the midst of the rain. I am excited to turn over a new leaf. I always love that new energy. And I think that the prophet Isaiah, who we read from this morning, really likes that too. Something you may not have noticed in the reading is that it begins with an introduction saying, this is the prophecy of Isaiah. And did anybody notice that it's actually chapter 2 instead of chapter 1? The book of Isaiah has two beginnings. Isaiah loves beginnings so much that there's two in there. It's very strange. The first beginning that we missed, I have to say, unfortunately, is all gloom and doom. And it seems like Isaiah sort of has the split personality. First, he starts off with this beginning to his prophecy, talking about you know, scolding peoples and nations and being a real downer. But the, fa- the passage that we read is this beautiful vision of the city of Jerusalem and the city of God. I want you to take a listen at some of the contrast here. So in the first beginning, it says, Ah, sinful nation, people laden with iniquity, offspring who do evil, children who deal corruptly, who have forsaken the Lord, who have despised the Holy One of Israel, who are utterly estranged. How the faithful city has become a whore, she that was full of justice, righteousness lodged in her, but now murderers. Your princes are rebels, he says, and companions and thieves. Everyone loves a bribe and runs after gifts. They do not defend the orphan, and the widow's cause does not come before them. Fire and brimstone from Isaiah in the first beginning. Listen to the second beginning, the words that we all recognize from our hymns in the Christian church. For out of Zion shall go forth instruction in the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between the nations and shall arbitrate for many peoples. And they shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation. Neither shall they learn war anymore. So who is this Isaiah guy? Is he a cranky person who is trying to tell us that we're doing it all wrong? Or is he a hopeful figure who's trying to give us this beautiful vision of the person we might be? Well, we know that Isaiah is a prophet. But what exactly is a prophet? What does a prophet do? And I think it's important for us to think about that because we're going to be hearing from Isaiah all month long. Our readings throughout the season of Advent trace his prophecy. So what exactly is Isaiah trying to say to us in the season of Advent? What exactly is he doing as a prophet for us? You know, the children's curriculum that we use here at St. Paul's Church called Godly Play has the best description of a prophet I've ever heard. 
In our lessons, we gently tell the children that prophets are people who come so close to God, and God comes so close to them, that they know what is the most important. Prophets show us the way. Perhaps then what Isaiah is saying to us in the season of Advent is, don't go that way. Go this way. You know, I think for me in the season of Advent, I would do well to study and listen to Isaiah very carefully. Knowing what is most important is really not my strong suit, y'all. Sometimes it feels like everything is important. I got to get the boys in cute outfits. I got to respond to every single email. I have to plan every meal so it's delicious and nutritious. I have to attend every meeting that happens at church. And of course, it is critically important that I watch every single video on YouTube of a dog coming home to his veteran. <laughs> I also must spend hours and hours researching the highest rated yoga pants on Amazon <laughs> only to decide that after a few hours, actually, I don't really need yoga pants. <laughs> this is my highly, highly important work. You know what? I struggle so much with prioritization that I even went to the library and got a book about prioritization. And I had to renew it twice because I had more important things to do than read a book about how to make room for what's important. Not my strong suit. But you know, in my busy life as a mom and a rector and all the other identities that I carry around, I've realized that my heart's deepest desire is to be more like Isaiah. To be so close to God and to have God be so close to me that I know what is most important. I think this is the prayer that I'm going to carry with me throughout these dark days of Advent. I think this is going to be the armor of light that I'll put on while I wait for Jesus. And you know, it's funny, I had a very profound experience of this this week. It was a typical weeknight at my house, and when I say typical, I really mean chaotic. The boys were crying, my husband and I were both on edge, and it was just a mess. I was trying to cook a dinner in the midst of all of this and getting more and more agitated. It was as if I was trying to achieve some goal but utterly failing over and over again. And I was chopping vegetables and I was doing it really aggressively. And somehow, by some miracle, I stopped and I asked, why? Why am I so stressed out? Why is this a problem? What am I failing at? Why? And I realized in that moment what's most important. And for me in that moment, what was most important was not chopping my finger off. <laughs> so in that moment, I slowed down. I took a few deep breaths, and I remembered that God loved me. I think maybe that night the prophet Isaiah was 
sitting on my shoulder, showing me the way, whispering into my ear, don't go this way, go this way. Follow the way of love. And in this moment, right now, when you're stressed and you're chopping the vegetables, the way of love looks like this. Breathe. Slow down. Know that you are loved. In the midst of this busy season, my prayer for myself and for all of us is that we listen to the words of Isaiah with open hearts. May this beloved prophet show us the way of love that leads us to knowing, to knowing what is really important. Amen.